Welcome to Unconditional, the podcast that takes you on a journey through the property market. Whether you're a first-time buyer, a seasoned investor, or just curious about the ins and outs of property buying and selling, this is the show for you. Join us as we explore the latest trends, share expert insights, and speak to industry leaders about everything from auctions to settlement and everything in between. So sit back Relax and let's dive in to the world of property. Today, we are meeting with the one and only Jared Willis. Now, Jared is a sales consultant at Richardson and Wrench uh, Caboolture, which is in the Moreton Bay region. Yeah, he's a top uh, young fellow, and we uh, appreciate his time today to come on the podcast. So, welcome, Jared. Thank you, Craig. And uh, if you could tell our listeners a bit about your career history and how you've reached your current role at Richardson & Wrench. Yeah, absolutely, Craig. So first of all, thanks for having me on the podcast today. It's my first one, so go easy on me. Um, but talking about my career history so far, um, started 12 years ago, actually. So I was 15, I was in year 11 at high school. Um, I completed my school-based traineeship for 12 months in property management. Um, which is when I knew that I wanted to be in sales. Uh, so I was then offered a full-time job upon graduating high school then, and um, I was a PA to seven different sales agents. Um, and obviously going 15, 16 years old, I was so young. Um, you know, the Lackman family and staff at R&W, um, you know, they quickly became a second family to me and taught me everything people and property related, both inside and outside of the office. So... Uh, yeah, very good experience there with, um, with, with the family. Um, for four years, I was in that role. I managed our marketing, our advertising, uh, listing and contracts administration, um, you know, all the day-to-day tasks for our sales team, uh, which is actually when I first met you, Craig. Um, I remember having frequent communication with uh, Alana from your office, and she, she did a lot of our conveyancing for our sellers and buyers. Uh, so many, many years ago now. Um, and then, yeah, so the last seven years I've been listing and selling property um, as a duo with Scott Lackman. Um, we share many hats, principal, boss, colleagues, mentors, a uh, bit of a brother, best mate figure in there as well. Um, and yeah, together as a duo, um, we've had a very successful uh, seven years of selling real estate and over $150 million worth of real estate in the Moreton Bay area. Um, and I guess that brings us to, to today. Um, yeah, I'm not even 28 years old, but... Definitely got a lot of grey hair in the 12 years experience. <laughs> yeah. No, you haven't aged a bit since that uh, time we met. What, what did you say, seven seven years ago? About seven years, yeah. 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 Well, time flies when you're having fun, as they, as they say, Jared. And uh, I'm sure Scott and the other um, Lackman family appreciate your kind words that you have for them as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you've obviously jumped into a, a, a good uh, place to work and a passion of our property so absolutely hence why we wanted you to come on to the show because obviously the show is all about property uh, specifically about uh, getting a contract to unconditional so thanks for joining us again so um, what has been your favorite part about working in property uh, so far um, my favorite part I think is is meeting new people um, and, and the fact that every day is different you, you never know how the day will unfold or, or who you're going to meet um, yeah that, that's definitely my favorite part yeah absolutely 
And is there a story you'd like to share about, uh, you know, some recent experience you've had, um, you know, market changes, etc., um, in relation to property? I think the big, uh, I guess, relevant changes is, is the whole pre-COVID, post-COVID, um, the difference in activity we had um, during the last, you know, three or four years since, since the pandemic started. Um, we, we, we had absolutely no idea what to expect. And if anything, we thought it was going to have the opposite effect. But, um, you know, interstate migration, um, FaceTime viewings, buyers buying property side on scene was all sort of new territory to us. Um, you know, we watched open home numbers go from two or three on average to 50 or 60 in some cases, which was just insane. Um, of course, that brought the average days on market down. Um, you know, three or four years ago, we were looking at two or three months on the market. Uh, now, or during that, that, that peak of the market, we were looking at two or three days, uh, sometimes two or three hours. Um, it, was, it was just crazy. Um, we had to get our heads around the, the new process of multiple offer scenarios. Um, that became the normal, normal process of selling property. Um, negotiating as well, you know, pre-COVID, we'd negotiate below the asking price majority of the time. Um, but then, you know, the pan pandemic came and properties were all of a sudden selling for twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 above the asking price. Um, and yeah, just to see that rapid growth at first hand of property values was, was yeah, it was incredible. Um, I think over the two or three years, we've seen 150 to $200,000 in capital growth uh, for standard resident, residential homes in this area, uh, or even more so when, when you look at the higher end of the market for acreage properties. Mm, absolutely. And what about with interest rates that have been creeping up over the last, what, 13, 14 months uh, since, since COVID? Has that had many uh, changes in the market? Uh, I think we're yet to see the the big changes of the market with in regards to the interest rates. Um, I would have thought by now we'd see more properties coming on the market, um, but surprisingly, you know, homeowners they're they're, they're managing. They're they're you know they're, they're still paying their, their mortgage repayments and still keeping everything on track. Um, I think we'll start to feel the the interest rate squeeze possibly the next six to nine months, um, and then we'll start to see some more properties come on the market. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So watch this space. Uh, now, in terms of um, first-time buyers, now um, this podcast uh, unconditional. It's for for all buyers, property investors, first-time buyers, etc. Uh, so, if you've got some uh, information, some advice that you can share, maybe some three uh, common mistakes that you see uh, that first-time buyers may be making. Yeah, sure. Um I love dealing with first home buyers. Um, I was a first home buyer myself last year, so just going through the process myself. Um, three three mistakes made by first home buyers. Number one, um, don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, something I always say to my clients is, um, there's no such thing as a stupid question. If, if you feel like you need to ask the question, then it's a question worth asking. Um, so I always have a joke with my clients about that. And um, Number two, speak to a mortgage broker, um, you know, have a chat to them about your financial position to see what you, what you can afford before you start shopping. Uh, some buyers don't understand the extra costs involved, like lender's mortgage insurance or some stamp duty. Um, everyone's situation's a bit different and quite often you can miss some of those extra costs. So uh, speak to a mortgage broker straight up and then you can um, go to open homes and shop with, with confidence. 
Number three, I think would be your favourite one, Craig. Um, have a local and trusted conveyancer. Um, you know, they'll take care of the whole legal process for you, stepping you through the contract process, uh, of course, the unconditional process, and all the way through to settlement. Um, you know, it can be quite can be quite overwhelming for a first home buyer with all the all the paperwork involved. Um, and certainly, if there's hiccups or issues along the way, then having a conveyancer to keep you on track is very important. Mm, absolutely, yeah, no, that's good advice. I think asking questions and not being afraid to do that is the key. Whether it's a real estate agent, mortgage broker, uh, conveyancer, whoever it might be, uh, most of them will um, be more than happy to help uh, answer any questions uh, and uh, most of the time it's a fixed fee so it doesn't really matter how many questions you do ask, uh, you should still be getting the, the answers and the, uh, it won't cost you any more. So definitely ask those questions. For sure. Uh, excellent. So that's first time buyers and I think those mistakes and advice would apply for for anyone that's buying property or selling property to be honest but are there other mistakes that you see that property investors buyers uh, may be making yeah i think probably the main one um that's a common one and um i guess giving my property management services a, a, a big plug um is engage a professional property management service like <coughs> Uh, Richardson Ranch Caboolture to, to manage the property for you um, and you know it's easy managing a property whilst you've got good tenants or whilst everything is going well but we quite often hear horror stories from investors who manage their own property and run into all sorts of issues like the tenants fall behind on their rent and uh, or there's you know significant damage of the property insurance claims um, yeah, when, when things don't quite go to plan, that's when you're going to want a, a real estate to look after things for you. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Excellent, Jared. Thanks for that. So when uh, investing in, in property, um, how in your eyes do you determine what a property is worth uh, before you actually buy it? Yeah, so specifically focusing on investment, um, I guess doing your research on the neighbourhood, uh, looking at comparable sales so that you're not overpaying for the property, uh, that's very important. Um, secondly, uh, a good gross return on your investment, so it's ROI percentage. Um, now I know a healthy investment property is returning anywhere between 4.8 to 5% um, gross return per annum. Um, so a little takeaway for, for the viewers today, um, if you don't know how to work out that ROI percentage, um, you take the weekly rental amount, you times it by 52 weeks of the year, um, which will give, it, give you your grossly income, uh, divide that by the purchase price uh, and that'll give you your percentage. Um, so yeah, when I'm dealing with investors who are looking for property, um, quite often that, that 4.8 to 5% uh, is quite a healthy return that um, investors looking for. Absolutely. Uh, excellent. All right. Anything else with um, uh, that uh, question about property worth uh, maximising the, the value of that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, if you can just try to look for ways that you can add value to a property, maximise its return, you know, adding in a, a shed or a carport, always a cost-effective way of extra car accommodation. Of course, then you can charge a little bit more rent for the property. Um, which will in turn boost the overall value of the property. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess there's, with the research, the neighbourhood, it's also looking at um, council, whether or not anything's going to change in the area, those sorts of things can definitely worth um, 
investigating because the property can go up dramatically if there's a, a change in council policy or something along those lines as well, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Keep keep an eye on the, the council zoning. Um, you know, if you, if you can snag a property that's on a, a decent block of land and, um, you know, there is potential there to, to do a development approval for maybe multiple dwellings, um, of course, that's a good way to, um, you know, be successful in real estate. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, now, obviously, the, the title of this podcast is Unconditional and, and you know, we want our listeners um, when they're buying or selling property getting to that unconditional stage, which is, um, I know, in your office and the same as in ours. When we get to that stage, you know, you want to ring the bell and sort of scream from the, the rooftop that uh, you've got to that unconditional stage because it's, you know, one of the most important stages of any contract. Obviously, settlement is good as well, uh, but unconditional is great too. So, What's some tips that you can give our listeners uh, for property sellers in particular uh, to reach that unconditional stage of that contract? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, you're right. Unconditional is a very uh, – it's probably the most exciting part of the process because um, that means that we've, we've accepted finance, we've accepted building and pest, um, all conditions are, are met um, and, and we consider the property as sold. Um, so, yeah, definitely a good time for the, uh, the buyers and the sellers involved. Um, tips to get you to the unconditional stage I think uh, from a selling perspective um, if you're aware that the home has some issues or some maintenance concerns uh, sometimes it's a good idea to get your own building and pest inspection completed Um, you know that way that you can be aware of any future issues that may arise or get some quotes uh, to know exactly what you're dealing with and that can help uh, your agent as well with negotiations between uh, buyer and seller expectations. Um, and I guess uh, another another good point is uh, having a good network of, of professionals around you that can guide you through, you know, the whole process and, and trust their advice along the way. Um, now it sounds a little bit cliche, but yeah, having that network around you, um, you know, includes a good real estate agent, a financial advisor, and of course a reliable property conveyancer. Absolutely. Yep. Good tips. Uh, and what about for a for a for a buyer of a property? I know you're primarily acting for for sellers but is there anything you could you could say from your experience that a buyer um, you know needs to be doing to get to unconditional as well obviously that team of trusted advisors around them is important for sure for sure Um, anything Uh, else a a broker um, plays a big role in that Um, you know again doing your research before knowing how much you can afford making sure that your finance is all a straightforward process Um, that's a big one for buyers um trusting your building and pest inspector with the report um always recommend to buyers to go along to the building and pest inspection on the day um rather than just reading what can be a very scary long-winded building and pest report um you know what a building inspector can explain on the day as a dab of silicon here could could be four pages long in the report and be um, interpreted differently so uh, again you know lean on the, the the guidance from the professionals Absolutely. I'm sure you don't don't like it when this happens, but a buyer that gets a report, um, and if they have been there, they've got some more information, they may be able to negotiate uh, with the seller regarding a, a, something to be fixed or a, a, a reduction in a, in a sale price. Yes, always a fun part of the process. Yeah, well, <laughs> keep you on your toes. Yes. No, um, it's all about managing expectations between buyer and seller. Um, and, of course, if something is found in the report, um, you know, the buyer does have the right to, um, you know, ask the seller to fix it. 
Uh, B, we, we, we talk about a reduction of the purchase price. Um, or of course, C, if it, if it is really significant and too much of a headache, then of course um, buyers can walk away and um, you know, not be penalised. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. All right, great advice there, Jared, about unconditional. Uh, thank you for that. Now, I reckon you've got, um, you've got a good one of these. So I'd, uh, we had this question there specifically for you. Uh, what's your favourite motto or personal um, mantra? Yeah, good question. Um, I think for me, I've been raised uh, to treat a janitor with the same respect as a CEO. Um, that's a saying I've always uh, lived by and um, I think it's treated me well in real estate, being a, being a younger agent and, you know, um, you can't judge a book by its cover with, with clients. Um, I think going back to the early days in my career from we used to have buyers come to the window front and, and look at properties we have for sale that were available and um, you know we'd go out and speak to speak to buyers and you know give them our card and you know try and assist them um, there was a gentleman one day at the front of the office who wasn't wearing shoes had holes in his clothes and one would be pretty quick to, to judge this guy um, I showed him the respect and you know you know, uh, gave him the time of day and um, he turned out to be a very wealthy man and, and, and a long-time client of mine and, um, you know, I've sold a couple of properties with him and, um, yeah, it goes to show you can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, thank you for saying that about me. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> You definitely live by that, uh, that motto and you've, you've shown that in everything you do, so... Well done. Now, for Thank my benefit more than anything else, because I'm looking for something to, to watch at the moment, so the listeners may also be interested, but more so for me. Uh, what are you binging on at the moment on uh, streaming services? Ooh, tough question. Getting down to the nitty-gritty. Um, mm. Recently, my fiance and I have just finished watching The Boys uh, on Amazon Prime. Um, bit of a modern-day take on superheroes and um, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Okay. Mm. I'll put that on the list. Um, if you're looking for something to watch that it's really not great, I must admit, but it's it's good, is the Below Deck series. So there's about 30 seasons of it. Right. Uh, and it's based on um, basically the crew of a super yacht. Okay. Doing charters, it's yeah, really thirty cool. seasons. Yeah, something like that. Don't <laughs> quote me on. Check it out. Yeah, no, it's really good. I enjoy it. Um, and finally, then, tell me something, and everyone else is listening, hopefully, uh, that people would be surprised about if they if they knew. Yeah, sure. Well, this one's an easy one, actually. Um, I'm about to become a dad. Uh, so terrifyingly exciting is the best way to uh, sum that one up. But um, yeah, I've literally just come straight from the hospital. We've had, a, had a, an ultrasound there and um, yeah, happy to report. Bub's happy and healthy and uh, due in December. So yeah, all the listeners, uh, please wish me luck. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good luck. You'll, you'll need it. Uh, <laughs> December, okay, so just in time for Christmas. Christmas baby. Uh, excellent. All right, well, good luck with that. I'm sure you'll be a wonderful parent. Thank you, mate. Uh, excellent. All right, 
So uh, we know that a great sales consultant, you know, will make the process easier uh, and stress-free uh, for someone looking at property, and that's whether you're selling your home, you're new to the market, or buying uh, an investment property. So, Jared, after everyone's heard you uh, today uh, talk so passionately about property and how passionate you are about helping people, how could one uh, get in touch with you if they wanted to talk to you further about property-related stuff? Yeah, sure. So, simplest way, give me a call. Uh, again, remember, no such thing as a stupid question. Um, my phone number is 0402-164-516. Um, or if you prefer, email uh, Jared, J-A-R-R-O-D, at 4510.com.au. Um, or check out our website as well, which is nice and easy. It's uh, Caboolture's postcode, so 4510.com.au. Excellent. And we'll put all those um, notes on, the, on the, the podcast as well so you can look at those details if you, if you need them. Uh, so thank you, Jared. Thanks for, for joining us today. And thanks to our audience for listening to today's episode of the Unconditional Podcast. We've reached the final clause of today's podcast. So before you sign off on any property deal, sign up for our next episode. We'll see you next time. Thank you. See you guys. Thanks for having me.